Hey, welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations Around the Messy Intersection of Faith, Family, and Business. And this week, we've got our annual conference. This year, it's called the Kingdom Business Conference. We're going to unpack what that all is, and i got a treat for you because of what's been going on this week. One of the things in behind the scenes we did is interviewed some people around Kingdom Business, what it is, how to apply it, what it looks like, how to grow in that. And one of those was Chris Valentin. So without further ado, I'm just going to jump us straight into that interview. You can listen to this and I trust that you will enjoy the conversation. Hey, welcome everybody. I'm with Chris Valentin, and uh, we're really talking about the subject of kingdom business. What is it? What does it look like? How do you build it? What's the most important aspects of that? And it's a privilege having Chris in the studio with me. Thank Chris, you. thank you. Uh, I, th- I think there's a couple of things that I love about being able to have this conversation with you. Is is that I wore the same exact color yeah, shirt no, as you? No, that, I mean, that might be important <laughs> to some people. Yeah, you want to be in the kingdom, you got to like wear a dark blue shirt. Yeah. Exactly. No. The uh, the thing I love about <laughs> you is this is just you're seasoned. It's not we're not talking to someone that's new to the game that's been 5 years into this. You mean this. old. A seasoned <laughs> seasoned and experienced and you've walked this in yourself and yeah. learned this some of the hard way, <laughs> like learn by experiencing this and then walking with Bill Johnson for what, three and a half decades? Yeah, four, four, four and a half decades. Four 40, and a half decades. Forty-three years we've been together. So there's something happens over that period of time where it's either real or it's not. Yeah. It's proven. And there's some things in your life that are just proven over and over and over again. So I just it, thank you for making time for Thanks this. for having me, honestly. It's a lot of fun. I love what you're doing. Cool. Thank you, Chris. Let's just dive right in. So Kingdom Business, what's your first... If I say, what was your first experience of even the phrase of what kingdom and kingdom business is? Well, I'll tell you, everything changed for me when Bill Johnson came to our little church of, you know, 40 people. And I think it was maybe, I don't know, his third or fourth message. He was talking about the kingdom the whole time. And we, Kathy and I had businesses, right? So we we owned nine businesses. And I think we were in our probably auto parts store at the time, or maybe, maybe it was our auto, auto repair shop. But... Bill made this statement. He was talking about Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom and all these things should be added to you. And he said lots of people have a list. And first they, you know, seek the kingdom. And then it's like their family yeah. and it's like whatever, the ministry, their their job, whatever. But he said Jesus said seek first the kingdom and there is no second. Yeah. And then he made the statement, which it changed the whole, my whole perspective. He said the kingdom is the king's dominion. And he said, all of the church is in the kingdom, but not all the kingdoms in the church. And immediately, I went from having a Christian, a Christian-owned business. When Bill said that, I realized from then on, as fast, matter of fact, he went on to say, uh, you know, First uh, Peter, you're a kingdom of priests, a holy nation of yeah. people for God's own possession. And he said, when Jesus saved you, once you got saved, everything you do from that day on is sacred. There is no secular. Yeah. Jesus said, I hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, said twice in the book of Revelation. Look at Nicolaitan means conquer of the lay people. They were the people that divided. They separated. Yeah, the body of Christ into two segments. There was their ministers and their people who ministered to. But, you know, Bill pointed out that when you receive Christ, you you immediately become a minister. And you immediately are in the kingdom. And the kingdom's in you and you're in the kingdom. You're in the king's dominion. 
And he, he, uh, he gave some examples that day. I don't remember exactly which one he used, but he basically said, listen, what the worship leader does with a guitar, you know, Chris does with tools. Yeah. Like, because I dedicated my body, Romans 12, I, I dedicate my body as a living sacrifice, that, which is my spiritual service of worship. Everything I did with my body from there on, because it's dedicated to the Lord, Everything. was actually worship. Yeah. So from that day on, I realized that Bill took my business and he pulled it into the kingdom. Yeah. And I realized that what I was doing, it wasn't like what I was doing was taking to make, what I was doing was making money to fund the kingdom. I was actually the kingdom. Like the kingdom was actually in me and my business was a demonstration of the kingdom. And then, you know, Jesus said, uh, you're the light of the world, a city set on a hill that can't be hidden. Next verse, do your good works in such a way that people see your good works and glorify your Father who's in heaven. So it's not extraordinary works. It's ordinary works done in extraordinary ways that impress people. Yeah. Solomon, uh, tables setting, his waiter's dress. So I've just began to say, well, if I'm doing something for the king, his majesty, and I'm a son of the king— and what I do is holy, yeah. then how should I do it yeah. in a way that expresses the king? Really good. And so I began to, you know, fix, you know, repair cars, run businesses, treat my men, my, my suppliers, my customers uh, with, uh, with respect to the king and his kingdom. Yeah. Realizing that I'm representing a king, the king of kings, and that he's a, he's a majestic king. Who, who loves excellence, works in power, does wonders, and 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 thinks, you know, future present. So, in a nutshell, in one sermon, who my business became came, came into the kingdom, yeah, and my work became holy and sacred. Yeah, and when your work is holy and sacred, it changes the way Everything. you do life. So that was one message over forty years ago. That yeah, 43, 44 years ago. Completely changed your perspective. Yeah. And took you from a, my little club, small... Christian business. Christian business where we try and do stuff mm -hmm. to obtain approval or do or, the thing. Or make money so that you can so fund can the important to, thing. Fund to, the important thing. Fund the holy thing. Yeah. To everything I do is kingdom and there is yeah. no second. So my, my marriage, my family, my sports and recreation... My business activities, every part of me. Yeah, Bill said, if it's not in the kingdom, don't do it. Yeah. So when I'm playing with my kids, I'm actually doing the kingdom. You know, Jesus said it simply. He said, if you give a cup of water to somebody in my name, then you've done it unto me. So it's like these simple acts of, you know, kindness, fathering, uh, you know, husbandship in my, in, yeah. in my, in my uh, you know, my case, uh, you know, the way I treat my employees. I mean, everything I do is I'm doing it onto the king. Yeah. So it's almost like it lifted a veil, opened your perspective. So then you go into work. I mean, did you see things change straight away or is this oh, like? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, tell us more. I, I, I mean, everything everything changed. And, and I mean, it may have not been obvious to people on the outside yeah. for a season, right? Because you got to grow it. Like, okay, here's a seed of truth and it's potentially a great apple tree but uh, it has no fruit yet, yeah. but it's alive. Yeah. It got planted, right? I mean, 
I met the metaphorically, I was carrying around in my wallet, the kingdom. It had no culture to grow. And when somebody said, that's a seed of the kingdom, if you plant it, cultivate it, and water it, and put it in the right in the right atmosphere, uh, like for instance, it needs the sun, it's gonna grow. And from that day forward, it was planted in a, in a culture that was growing it. Now, yes, of course it took time. Um, I'd say it still takes, I mean, to this day, you know, we're still growing and learning and the, the kingdom of God is so expansive. Yeah. You know, every, I'd say every day we're learning more and more about the God, what God's in, you know, in charge of and the beauty of God, you know. Isn't it amazing, Andy, you think about things God made in the heavens, for instance, like we're just starting to see it with the telescopes and, you know, going to, you further, know, now further, we're going further. to Mars and all yeah. this stuff. God made stuff that no one has ever seen. Yeah. Just that's like off the charts beautiful, and yet no one's ever seen it. Yeah. It it's like uh, you know in my mind it's like uh, you know you're 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 building a car and you're you know you're gold plating you know uh, you know parts of the car that, that no one will sees. ever see. Yeah. Just because not to show off. But to that, that it's just a manifestation of your personhood. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just amazing to me. Like God doesn't make it just like, show off. Like Kathy said to me some, uh, the other day, like we were making a bed. She's like, no one's coming over. I don't make it for someone else. I make it for, for me. Us. You know. Yeah. And it's just that it's just that it's not just show off to people yeah. the kingdom. And, and as a matter of fact, I would say it was more of show up for me. It was more. I'm not saying I'm doing it for me. I'm saying I'm manifesting the kingdom through me when I when I realized that I'm the son of the king. Yeah. Yeah. Now people are going to see it differently, but I'm not doing it to show off, I'm doing it to show up. Yeah. I love what you said in terms of the practical piece of uh, you put out this that passage Jesus saying anytime you give a cup of water to somebody in my name, mm-hmm. then you're doing it to me or he say, whenever uh, cast out demons, the kingdom has come. Yeah. Heal the sick, the kingdom has come. Yeah. In a, in a business, I mean, sometimes you do give someone a cup of water. Sure, or, sure. So that phrase, whenever you do this in my name, what does that actually mean? Well, first of all, I think it's, I don't think I go, here, Andy, in Jesus' name, here's a cup of water. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think the, the deal is, is that I'm representing the king. Yeah. Um, when, you know, when I, uh, I don't have to tell you I'm a Valentin to represent the Valentin family. Exactly. It's my name. Yeah. It, it, my, my grandchildren, now we've, we've had this conversation with my grandchildren who have the last name Valentin, who, who are, you know, they're, they're young. And, but what they do, what they do either um, vilifies the Valentin name or validates the yeah. Valentin name, yeah. right? So I'm not, they don't have to say I'm a Valentin. They just are. Yeah. And so, you know, when I, whatever I do for, whatever I do for the king is in Jesus' name. Yeah. And so I think that, but then, you know, then the deal is, is that it gets bigger than that because we also realize that I have the mind of Christ and therefore I think tridimensionally, which the world doesn't. The world thinks IQ and EQ, but doesn't have SQ, right? So, you know, all of a sudden I I realized that not only am I the son of a king, but I have divine advantages. And but with with, you know, a Spider-Man movie, you know, to whom much is much is given, much is required. Right. With uh, with 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 much power comes much responsibility. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, 
you know, suddenly we realized that that this this uh, extraordinary advantage has a responsibility. Yeah. And it means that, you know, Jesus, again, I quoted already, but Jesus said, to whom much is given, much is required. So suddenly I realized, like, I have a lot, but I'm also required more. Yeah. Right? I, and I love this because this is what I see. I get to work with Christian business people all day long. And it's like we're siloed in our thinking. Like, I, I'm, I'm a Christian business. It's like, this is not just an apple. It's a Christian apple. It's just no such. It's like yeah. it either is or it isn't. But comparing that to the, 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 the lens being opened, the veil being taken off, and yeah. realizing it's kingdom. Everything you do is kingdom. If we realize that mm-hmm. uh, whether I'm making and selling pot plants or chairs or filming, it's the kingdom advancing. When you said pot plants, be careful. Oh, kill, yes, yeah, not, please, not, yeah, please, not plants with <laughs> marijuana in them. So here's here's the qualifier. And this yeah. was this was what. Just to be clear, yeah, yeah, just be clear. You know, people were thinking about us being from California. It's like, oh, now the church is in the pot plants. Yeah, no, no, not pot. And I love this definition of <laughs> it's systems and everything we do that leads to life. Really simple. Yeah. Does what we do does it lead, does my HR system lead to life? Does the pot plants that I'm growing, does that to lead to life or to death? Hopefully that's not yeah, plastic. That one, well, let's not comment about that one. <laughs> that's yeah. a false prophet. Yeah. It looks alive, but it's really not. So what would be some of the indicators? Like if you walked into a business mm-hmm. and you said, this is, a, this is an operator. This is a operator who's managing people, who owns the company, and they are, we know that the kingdom, Jesus brought the kingdom and it's growing, and at some point Jesus is going to return, and it'll be in completion. But we're in this process. We're working it out, mm-hmm. so we acknowledge that. But what would be some of the things that you would say, this would be evidence of the kingdom on display in a, in a business? What would well, you Well, I mean, ad- attitude and attributes would be at the you know, core of it, right? Like, do you, do you express the attitude and attributes of the king? You know, do you love your neighbor? Do you are you kind to people who aren't kind to you? Yeah. Are you good to your employees? Are you extraordinarily generous? Do you do work, your work with excellence? Uh, do you do what you say you're going to do? Do you have integrity? Yeah. Do you or do you overpromise and underperform? Yeah. Do, is your is your work is your work less than expected? You know, are, uh, you know, do you do you uh, do you do you live with joy or do you live with a sense of impending doom? Yeah. You know, do you have, like, do you have faith? That faith is the result of, you know, all things work together for good. Uh, in, in other words, my faith is rooted in what he's done, not what I've done. Yeah. Uh, when something goes wrong, do you know how to fail successfully? Yeah. Uh, Peter denied Christ. Judas denied Christ. One hung himself. The other became the head of the church. You know, do you, do you look at your failures and the failures of the people around you as opportunities to see Jesus, you know, um, work in our weakness. Yeah. Um, these are all, you know, these are just a few things. And then are you innovative, inventive? Do you, are you living future present or past present? Because if you're living past present, you know, we're drawing in, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're living a lot in regret yeah. and we're living in our history instead of in our prophecy. Yeah. And so I think these are all areas where, you know, are, are you a futurist? Are, are you, are you a visionary? Yeah. Um, you know, are you are you innovating in your field? Are you finding new and creative ways to serve people? 
sometimes I, I think that our, our customers, our employees, and our suppliers, which is the three dimensions of most businesses, I, I mean, I think that finding ways to bless those three dimensions, like is there, you know, when we do more than our customers expect, yeah. I mean, in my mind, that's great business. When we do something they never thought of, that's God business. Yeah, that's good. And our suppliers, they, you know, are they selling to us or through us? Uh, you know, these are all concepts and ideas that are really coming from the kingdom. Like, are we serving well? Yeah. How do people, you know, how do people, uh, how do people define the experience they had? Yeah. Um, I, I love. I think it was Robin Williams who coined this uh, this this phrase. He said, um, "Most people think that uh, being lonely is the worst thing in the world, but he said it's not being lonely that's the worst thing in the world. It's being with people who make you feel alone." Oh wow! So you know, it's all those things. How you know you will. People will forget what you said, but they'll never forget how they felt when they encountered you. Yeah. These are all things that, you know, that we do every day. Yeah. It's the little things, it's the simple things done in extraordinary ways that impact people the most, I find. Yeah. So what I'm loving is what you didn't say. Mm -hmm. uh, you didn't say that I have a, a scripture on the wall. You didn't <laughs> say that... Everybody walks in, Jesus loves you. Yeah. It's, it's about what I do more than what I say. It's pe what people would experience, which I love, which leads to this question. So so uh, I'm remembering the story of the the rich young ruler, the rich the, yeah. the young man who comes to Jesus and says, well, I've done all of those things. Uh, I've been generous. I've uh, operated this, this, yeah, this, kept this in my business. Yeah. Uh, what else must I do to inherit the kingdom? Mm -hmm. uh, so is it possible to live out the principles of the kingdom and not know the king? And <laughs> that, that's a that's a you know of obvious yeah. Uh, there's a there's a lot of people that I think that I, I think well-meaning people that act out the principles but don't ask the prince to be a part of the uh, a, a part of their business or a part of their life. Yeah. Uh, there's people that read the Bible but never meet the author. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's people that you know their prayer life is a, is one directional. Yeah. Um, there, it's them telling God what they need, but never actually experience the King's interaction and intervention in their lives. And this is not to condemn people. This is to say to people who might be watching, you know, if your life with God is reading the Bible and one way prayer, uh, please keep reading the Bible and praying. Absolutely. But. Um, if you're not experiencing the presence of God in your life, it doesn't mean you shake and fall down or some have some you know ecstatic uh, um, you know experience. But it does mean that you have a uh, somewhat uh, loving and romantic relationship with God, in which His interaction with you is uh, creating in you hope and faith, yeah. love and peace and joy, and it, what we'd say Galatians five, the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. The fruit of the Spirit is actually the Holy Spirit's interaction with you is creating these fruits. Yeah. So I'd say, you know, those things are growing in, in us, and we know that the Holy Spirit's active in our lives, that Jesus is at the center of everything we do, and the Father's watching over our business. Yeah. So, and I love that. Even as we start talking about this, mm -hmm. people in the room, I, I can feel something mm -hmm. change. It's like, oh, the, yes, the kingdom operates because it's a set of principles and processes, the king's domain 
but we actually have connection with the king. And we talk about the king, that's the juice. That's the yeah. juice to, otherwise here's a set of things to do. That's, that's religion. Yeah. But the, the difference, the separator is the very person of God with us. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's kind of the history of religious people to, you know, uh, read, all about the, read all about the king and never have experienced the king. Yeah. And so, you know, the goal of the Bible isn't to memorize the Bible. The goal of the Bible is to get to know the author. Yeah. And so you're right. You're exactly right. Like the principles work, but the goal of the principles is yeah. to have the prince. Yeah. And if you have the principles and you don't have the prince, like you do excellent work, but you don't have the presence yeah. of God. You miss, there's something missing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's actually, it's actually called self-righteousness. Yeah. So I think like to, <laughs> I think we didn't go into this is, what you've said so far is, number one is, uh, you, you, people listening, watching this, you've had a Christian business. It's a good business. You're doing things the best you know how. Totally. And you launder the money so that you can give it into the church. Uh, yeah. You're like, I've cleaned it. No, 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 no. You're in the kingdom. The kingdom's everything. There's no second. But then there's the second piece of, oh, now I'm learning about the kingdom and these attitudes and attributes and ways of living and the way I treat people and generosity and understanding this. But then we're saying, there's more. It's actually the connection with the king. It's like, it's it's not secondary. You have direct access. What would you say to people that have lived this, that they're living, they're living a godly life, a form of godliness, but there's no power. They're, they're living kingdom principles, but they their prayer life is what they do, like you said, one way. That's their home. spiritual life right there. Yeah, that's their spiritual life. How do I, how do I see that kingdom like show up? Like not just the, the rules and the principles, but the very person of the king. Well, first of all, let's let's you know commend people for living a godly life. Absolutely. Because you know, living a godly life right now stands out in a world that is doing the opposite, it's right? So that's so good. Yep. So we're I don't wanna in any way for someone to watch this and think, Oh gosh, I don't have a relationship with God. But there's more. Yeah. And that more is this what we often refer to as like the supernatural, yeah. right? And so we're, we begin to press in for more. And we say to God, you know, in, in things that are impossible or things that are hard or, you know, customers who are, you know, that are persistently, you know, uh, irreconcilable. And we, and we just begin to like press in. Lord, Johnny is a jerk. He's just a bad customer. And he's paying me a lot of money, but... He is a pain. Lord, what would your solution be? Yeah. Okay, so I've loved him. Yeah. I've been kind to him when he's evil. Followed but the is there more? Yeah. Is there more? Yeah. And suddenly I hear in my spirit while I'm praying, because I pray, but then I listen, right? I listen. I have a relationship. Like a relationship is a two-way conversation. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit maybe says, well, well you know, Johnny is, um, you know, Johnny's, Johnny's father beat him. And you remind him of his father. Oh. And, and all of a sudden, you know, his life begins to unfold before me in, a, like in what I would call a word of knowledge. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, that's beautiful because you love him so much and you've placed him in my life by placing him in my business. How can I break that trauma and curse over him? And maybe the Holy Spirit says, well, next time he comes in, why don't you ask him about his father? Yeah. 
and 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 what I'm doing is I'm do I'm I'm like being led by the Spirit. Yeah. Right. And I may say, Johnny, how, you know, hey, you know, I had a tough life when I was growing up. How how, how was your childhood? How, how was your relationship with your, like with your father? And he may say, well, that's none of your business. But if the Holy Spirit's guiding you, he may break down in tears and say, yeah. I, I've hated my father my whole life. Like, and, and, and it opens the door to bringing closure and wholeness and forgiveness and yeah. healing and restoration in his heart, you know. And, and, and that's not like the story I just told you. That's a real story. The names have been changed, but the story's true. Yeah. And we did this often with our customers. Yeah. And we became, we became their pastors, like guys who would never go to church. Like we were living, I mean, obviously we work in the automotive field, which is a very rough field, right? Yeah. Guys, ru rustic guys. And Kathy would, was the same. You know, when we had an auto parts store, we were, our, our flock was a bunch of kind of, you know, raunchy, you know, rustic, salty guys. <laughs> Living in the mountains. That Kathy would often yeah. have in the back, you know, praying with them as they wept through, yeah. you know, I beat my wife yesterday. Wow, what's going on yeah. in you? To, you know, my kid's on drugs. I have no idea what to do. I was on drugs most of my life. And, you know, and we became their pastors. Yeah. And, and, and they trusted us because we listened to Holy Spirit. Yeah. And every day, said, Holy Spirit, lead us in whatever you, you know, like we're here to sell auto parts, but you're not here to sell auto parts, Holy Spirit. You're here to bring the kingdom, your love, your presence, your salvation, your deliverance, your healing to broken people. And we, we're like, we're selling auto parts to broken people. Yeah. And we're creating, we're doing a service to people who have a natural need and don't even know yeah. that they have a spiritual need. And so, you know, we were able for years, 20 years, to, to love on people, to help see people delivered from drugs and demons and, and broken families and, and, you know, our employees, too, and our, our, our suppliers. Like, I can't even tell you how many times that we've got to speak into the life of, uh, you know, major corporation CEOs because, you know, they served us and we served them. Yeah. I'm just loving this. It's just like this this is what I get to do and yeah. light people up is one is the kingdom is here. The kingdom mm -hmm. is everywhere. Everything you do mm -hmm. can be part of the kingdom and understand that. Two, the the power of the kingdom is the connection with the Holy it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that's this like Ephesians five, be filled. Like it, yeah. it wasn't optional. And be continually filled. That's yeah. the juice and the simplicity of it. You've just demonstrated. Mm -hmm. For someone listening, you're thinking, well, how do I do this? It's actually really simple. Just ask the question. Well, it starts with surrender, as yeah. in you're in touch with something bigger than you. It's like, yeah. I just want to cut that person off because they're a jerk or whatever it is. No, well, there's a kingdom solution for this. Yeah, uh, That's also someone that Jesus paid for. Totally. What if love came in the building? Like that's, that's the juice of the yeah. kingdom. So what do we do? And that simple question that you're like, Holy Spirit, what would you want to do here? Uh, I have no idea what to do. What do you what What do you say? What do you you tell the stories about the systems, even the computer yeah. systems that that mm -hmm. Jesus knows how to operate? Yeah. Uh, the people, the the innovation of I don't know what I don't know where the problem is in this vehicle. This yeah. is often so much of that. I'm just loving that in yeah. terms of there is so much more. People watching this. Where would you direct them? Where, where could I find, like, I'm just being opened up 
-hmm. to the whole spiritual realm of the kingdom. I've been living in 2D. There's a whole, there's a whole another component, which is my intimate walk with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Where would you direct people to learn more about? Well, I think heaven and business, obviously, like this is a heaven and business interview. So people probably already know about that resource. I think that Bethel Church and all of its resources are, is, uh, you know, obviously I've been there for 40, uh, you know, 44 years, been in this movement, 24 years been at Bethel. So I'm, my, I'm a little biased, but I, I'm so proud of our teams yes. and uh, what the innovation, invention, and, you know, spirit-led uh, innovation that's coming from them. So I'd say get on Bethel's website, Bethel.com, and just, you know, look around. Yeah. There's so much stuff in there. KV uh, Ministries, KV Ministries, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, on um, uh, or on YouTube. Now we have our own YouTube channel. Um, and I, I think what we're doing is obviously if you don't believe in it, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. But there's just so many great, uh, there's so many great things, you know, flowing out of the body of Christ right now. It is epic to live in this yeah. time in history. And I'll highlight a couple of books. Yeah. There's a book by a guy by the name of uh, Chris Vallotton. Oh, yeah, that's a good book. Spirit Wars, understanding yeah. that. There's another one called Spiritual Intelligence. Yeah. And I think probably the, the foundation, of people haven't got a hold of this, is The Supernatural Ways of Royalty. My first book, yeah. yeah. Which is just this, it's so practical and real yeah. of the kingdom. It's an identity thing. I have a citizenship yeah. of heaven, and that just, you lay it out so clearly in there. Yeah, it's our story. Yeah, and some of our business stories in there too. And yeah, the SQ book is a book I just I, I wrote last year, and I, re, I am proud of that. It's got a lot of business uh, examples in there, and um, yeah, I'm proud of that book. So as we just wrap up, Chris, I just would you be willing just to pray over our listeners? Yeah. And just however you want to, but we want to see more of the kingdom on display, this whole let your kingdom come. Yeah. And welcome to the kingdom. So. Yeah, Push so, them over the edge. And I do want to pray, uh, Deuteronomy 8.18, that the Lord would give you the power to make wealth, that his covenant would be shown through you and evident through you. And so, Lord, I just pray for that, too, that you would release true wealth, yeah. true kingdom wealth, not just money, but true kingdom wealth. And that, Lord, that the kingdom of, of heaven would actually uh, come among us and move among us. And, Lord, we pray even the Matthew 6 prayer that our Father who's in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Yeah. Your will be done in our businesses, in our families, in our yeah. personal life, yeah. in, 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 our, in our ministries, in our children, Lord, as it is in heaven. And we pray that right now. And I pray for the expectation of God's provision. Yeah. And maybe you're in a tight place financially or uh, emotionally or spiritually or relationally. I pray for the Lord to break in your yeah. situation and for his presence to change the factors, yeah. uh, the change, the outcomes. And I bless you as a father in Jesus' name.